Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once-forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 58. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews and the Hammer all the way in Springfield, Missouri. Hi guys, how are you doing? Super great! Hey, what's happening? Oh man, another week has gone by. Can you believe it? Very quickly. You know, when you have these holidays, it goes pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're so lucky to have the hammer back. Everybody enjoyed him last week. and Yes, welcome back. You know, time goes by fast when you're having a good time. You <laughs> yes. know, it does. Yeah. Life is, life is fun. You bet, you bet. And the more fun you have, the faster time seems to go. It does, it does. Unfortunately. And the older you get, time seems to go faster. Yeah, that's, that's a given, for sure. Yeah. So speaking yeah. of time, what are we talking about today? Well, we still have this fire and fury inside the Trump White House making news today. Right. The Bannon Steve Bannon. You know, I just wonder, when this all take place, how angry was he? Yeah. I don't know if it's Bannon himself or the mainstream media. Well, that's true. You know, here's here's the thing. They never said when exactly he said it. Right. I mean, was this the day after he got fired? Was it a week? Was it three months? Well, you know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said today that he had requested at least 30 meetings or 30 entries into the White House to kind of hang out, you know, because he is an author. He's a journalist. Right. But the, at least 30 of them were denied, and he was totally denied a face-to-face with the president. Hmm. But he does have at least three hours worth of tape on Steve Bannon. Hmm. So Steve Bannon, I think, said this stuff, and Steve Bannon has not denied it. Now, last night, Steve Bannon received a cease and desist order from the president, or from hmm. the president's attorneys. Right. Because he had said he has signed a non-disclosure. Of course, yes. So I think the president has some, or the, that non-disclosure has some teeth. Yeah, I do too. You know, I mean, he can't just sit here and tell everything that he actually knows. All those guys, when they, you know, all the people that are the inner circle, they can't just automatically be able to say things or write a book or whatever if they get pissed off at the president or if they quit. Well, let's face it. If you're that close with people... I mean, remember, I did think it was bad, and I'm no Sarah Palin fan at all. But when she ran for vice president with John McCain, they talked about her kids in the hotel room, how they left it messy, and they ate crappy food, and they made a thing. And I thought... That was unfair. Now, this is similar to me, except it's a step up. 
He said, of all things, that Ivanka was dumber than a brick. Mm-hmm. First okay. of all, I think that's ridiculous. Well, how do you have a clothing line that was so successful and be dumber than a brick? Yeah. It, it, it doesn't happen in the United States. Well, Let me this tell is you. Angry because, words. Yeah, well, you know, everybody, I, I think this was almost a, I don't know, feedback from being fired or whatever him and, and Trump had. It was a disagreement. I don't know the... Well, the kids never liked him, did they? No. I think I Kids did not like him because hmm. he's brash. He, he's old school. He's really um, defined. And he has really bad hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know another thing, Connor, that he does that just... One of those, you ever get things that just drive you insane? Oh, for sure. When he... Have you ever seen him talk with the microphone? No. He holds a microphone... And he never looks. He looks. He walks from side to side and looks side to side. He's got the Herman Munster. Yeah. The, the, well, a, and a, he holds it really close to his mouth. My age group calls it. The two words are shady. Right. Or, or, <laughs> he, or he's very skeptical. Right. Yeah, right. you know, because he's looking. He's always thinking somebody's going to catch him or he doesn't want to be caught with his pants down. I don't know. It just I don't know. He never looks at the audience and never looks you in the eye. He's always looking. I don't know what he's looking at. Maybe checking out the chicks. I don't know. <laughs> well, he's had four, like four wives, so maybe so. Well, he's done a lot of checking. Yeah. But I will tell you that he's smart. He's smart and he's got followers that Trump needs. Now, as of this crazy incident with this book, the one big thing that Bannon brought to the table was Mercer money. Right. Now, the Mercer family said today, basically, to hell with him. They're really mad at him about this. Hmm. And that they will back Trump. So that little piece of candy he brought to the table, he no longer can hold that out in front of Trump. Nevertheless, last night, after he received the cease and desist order on his radio show, he praised Trump. He said he would back Trump. Trump's a great guy. (laughs) Now, did that have something to do with the cease and desist order? Or when he talked to this author, was he just angry? Hmm. I mean, sometimes we say things when we're angry that later on we wish we didn't say. Could well, you be. know, it, it's it's just like in sports. When when you win the championship, which what the presidency was, everybody wants to touch the trophy and hold the trophy up. They also want to think they were an integral part of winning that. Right. And I know that Bannon thinks he was, and I I, I think he was because it he was a bit behind the scenes guy. No one talked about him that much during the campaign and how things are going. He was kind of just back there. He wasn't as big a player as he wanted to be. Right. He was not, his name was not brought up probably as many times as he would have liked. And so I think this was kind of, especially after they asked him to leave, that's why the timing of when he was asked to leave and when this came out, it's such a big deal because then you would respond a lot differently if that's exactly when you were asked to leave. You're going to be pissed. You're going to say some things that probably are spontaneous that if you would have thought about, you probably wouldn't have said. 
Just like not you. that the hammer would ever do that. No, not that. Yeah, I have never done that. Well, okay. Once. Not today, anyways. Once. <laughs> I haven't today? done it in the last 15 minutes because we've been on the air, thank God. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I, I just don't believe that he would. I don't think he, if you would have talked to him six months ago, I don't think he would have made those statements. It just, it just doesn't seem like him to me. No. But I could be wrong. He's been called schizophrenic. More than once. They say there are two sides to Steve Bannon. Okay. I I tend to think it's more in line with this is just a smoke and mirror show to distract us all from the Clinton emails. Absolutely. I mean, that could be. I mean, but this is the first week of the new year. Yeah. I mean, yesterday the Clinton house was on fire and had screwed Trump and, you know, all hell was breaking loose. And it was what? January 3rd? Yeah, I know. Third day. And the Clinton house fire, that's pretty ironic because Bill's had a fire in his pants for the last 40 years. <laughs> yes, you know, I, and that could have started it. Could be. Bill, Bill could have, you know, maybe had one of, the, oh. one of his girlfriends over there. Been, they could have been maybe uh, Lighting their fire. getting there. Come on, yeah. baby, Come on, baby fire. fire. You know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is uh, the hammer's favorite song, so, you know. <laughs> Especially the long version. Oh, God, yeah. I hate the long version. But anyway, we digress. Talk about somebody lighting somebody's fire. And I have to get this right. Bannon said that Trump said that Hope Hicks, who has been his longtime confidant, she's a former model. She was one of his assistants. She's now the communications director. She's the one they put in. After Anthony Scaramucci yes. screwed up after 11 days. Just say smooth. Nevertheless, yeah, the mooch. Nevertheless, he said that she was the best tail that Corey Lewandowski would ever have. Hmm. I'm telling you, there is no way, no way Corey could have had her. No way. Talk about your <laughs> coverage. He does not fit in her ballpark one bit. She is she's, way, way, she's way out dropped there. That door I'm going out there on a limb and saying that never happened. Maybe I guarantee you, Corey wished it would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a wife and kids. Now. See what I mean? Well, you know, and it just it didn't. He's it out did. there wishing. And Maybe in his dreams, but no, 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 no. Says he spanked her bottom yeah, at a holiday party. Uh, you know what? You know, cocktail parties cause things to happen that people can read things into or... That's exactly why I don't like to go to those parties where people kiss people. I don't. I'm a germaphobe. Nevertheless, No, that's why he patted her on the ass so there's no germs <laughs> expressed. <laughs> oh. But that's the book. It's Fire and Fury. Trump's lawyers sent a cease and desist to the publisher. The publisher said, kiss my rear worse and said we're going to go ahead and let this book out early it wasn't supposed to release till next week wow that the team should have never sent it to the publisher the publisher doesn't have any any sort of agreement you know here's the big thing who is who's going to profit off this the most the publisher exactly so why did he why did they do this exactly to put it out there make some jack well, you got to stoke the fire while the fire's hot. It's always about money. I agree with that. I was yeah. a little 
surprised that Tucker Carlson backed the author up when so many people said he could be sleazy. You know, it, everybody has a different opinion of, of everybody, but I, I just, I just don't. I think this guy is out for the for making some money. I think he kind of reeled him in and said, I'm going to do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. People that say things, like I said, at bad timing, when you say things, you probably, if you thought about it, you wouldn't say again. If we've all done that, I think it's just, it's all for the money. If you follow, it's one of those things, follow the money. Right. I think it's after the, I think the author, it's after he's, he wants to make some big paycheck. He's stoking the fire where the fire's hot. You bet. I totally agree there. Yeah. And that's where you got to go. You got to go where the fire is hot. And let me tell you, there's a hot, hot senator out of Colorado this afternoon. He is madder than H.E. at Trump and Jeff Sessions. What's he mad about? Cannabis. Yes. Well, yeah, suddenly after promising for what, since probably 2015, that Trump didn't care about the cannabis market, suddenly Jeff Sessions says they're going to instigate federal law. And I know that's got a lot of people upset, but let me tell you, it's a ploy. It's a ploy because they got this budget issue coming up on the 19th. They need $1.2 billion to start the wall, okay? And Trump is not going to take no for an answer. So he drew two things in because DACA has become too complicated. He brought the cannabis issue in and he brought the sanctuary city issue in. Hmm. That's how he's going to negotiate the deal. Remember, the art of the deal. Right. To get that $1.2 billion from a one about a one trillion dollar discretionary part of the budget the budget's about i believe it's four trillion dollars there's one trillion that's a little discretionary he needs 1.2 and you know later on he's going to get that back from mexico (laughs) okay and the cannabis thing is a good lightning rod because you also had california that went completely you know crazy well they were they crazy. were they're crazy know. out there <laughs> well they're <laughs> but they went to you know uh, you could have what an ounce yeah an ounce. an ounce and six plants you know where we're from you have an ounce they lock you up forever oh my gosh forever or you have two drinks yeah yeah. Point yeah, you got to use Uber or a cab you here. Can't even you can't smell gotta... a drink in, in where we're from in Springfield and drive by, and yeah. if they pull you over, if you've smelled a drink, they pull you over and they'll walk you up for... Yeah, for... That's pr- pretty much what it's like here. Yeah, yeah because it's... that's the easy thing. It doesn't matter that it is the meth capital of the United States, probably the world. I mean, they actually have a code name for it as 417. That's our area code. Oh, yes, I would well, love to get you for having that extra drink. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It just looks like Jeff Sessions cashed a big pharma check. Well, I agree with you. It looks like that. But this time, and normally, I think you're correct. And that came into the the tax bill. There were some checks. There were some things in there, especially for hedge funders, that we would prefer weren't there. You know, a very similar deal to a farmer's situation where it was all about money. Right. 
Mm. I don't think this time, I think this time you're wrong, Connor. I think it's about a negotiating point that they really don't give a damn about. They don't Interesting. really care about the corner. But we will see. Time will tell. Yeah, I'm not sure what's really going to happen with that because a lot of the states are just freaking out. You know, I just, I, you know, Jeff Sessions, unfortunately to me, is just like, you know, your old weird uncle that just is a little senile. He's He has not done what I thought he would do. He's a great guy. He needs he's, to retire. He's been a great senator. I, I appreciate him that way. But now he's put into this position with a lot of power. He's not using any of it. No, he's all over to Rosenstein. He, I think he's getting distracted for so many different views that he's trying to keep every. He's gotten to this where I'm going to just be here for a little while longer. I don't want to piss anybody off. I, you know, I want to please this group. I'll just myself. Yeah, I want to. I want to, you know, make everybody happy. Blah blah blah. Well, what that happened when you do that, all you do is piss everybody off. Well, then you then that is a definition yeah. of an old. He grandpa. needs to get on the aggressive side here and start making some decisions and go out in a flaming. Yeah, go out and be a grandpa. No, he needs to go out in a you know a flame of glory, just like you know, just like a lot of the guys do. They say, you know, this is my last big gig. I'm gonna. You know, like Junior did on the. Yeah. No, no, not that Junior. Oh. <laughs> junior, Junior on the house. Oh, call. Dale Earnhardt. He's, he I announced it all junior. year, and he said, "You know, I'm gonna try to win every race, but I might not." And you know, it's kind of like Jeff Sessions. He needs to, he needs to do something. Set some, some stuff out there that says it's kind of a legacy. You know, not yeah. just. Sat back there and he hawed on, he on me. I think we should put him in Dale's Jr.'s car and see what happens. BR459. <laughs> I haven't heard that for a while. <laughs> there you go. See, I, yeah, you know, I remember that. <laughs> Speaking of hee-haw, I got one line. I just want to say this one time. It's my favorite deal. What? When the, the favorite deal of all time on hee-haw was when Lulu and Junior were in the cornfield. Yeah. And you know how they always said, you know, they always would pop up and say something. And, you know, Lulu and, and you know, she's she's not a small gal. No. And they always used to say, you know, that they were boyfriend and girlfriend back then, which it sounds so silly now, but that's what it was back then. Yeah. And they, oh, uh, Junior popped up and he said, they said, you know, he did that funny look on his face. And then Lulu pops up. She goes, Junior. You've never said anything nice to me. Would you please say one thing nice to me? And old Junior's got this bewildered look, and there's about a five-second pause, and he finally goes, you know, for a big girl, you sure don't sweat much. <laughs> <laughs> what a great line. I don't know how far that got him, but hey. You know what I mean? That's a classic. I'm surprised. Yeah. What a thing to remember. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, as we carry on here, do we go on to the playoff games? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, and guess what? Uh, I'm going to the playoff games. You know what's the worst thing about going to the playoff game? What would that be? First of all, that I agreed to go. <laughs> Secondly, they're going to have flour, beer, right. and pork. 
And there you go. We got to kneel. All at the I'm same there. time. I'll live, I'll live it. Cotter to wake moment. I don't even know who's in the playoffs. Yeah, the, the playoffs are this weekend Chiefs. for the NFL. I don't even own a chief shirt. I know, I know. You know, if Saskatchewan's not playing, so right. you're not. Right. But believe me, the rest of the world is involved. Well, I know Cleveland's <laughs> not in it. <laughs> I do know Cleveland's not in it, though. But they did have a parade for going 0-16. Did you hear that? Oh, no. I didn't hear they that. Had, yes, they did. Yeah, they had a yesterday, parade but... for being 0-16. Wow. Wow. You talk about home of the losers. Yeah. But anyway. probably probably made up some participation trophies for them, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody got one. Yeah. Everybody. Okay. For, for, for the listeners out there that wish to... You know, maybe wager a dime or two, you know, maybe a soft <laughs> drink, whatever. I'm going to do the predictions, okay? okay? Here we go. The Chiefs will beat the Titans, and they will cover the spread, okay? <laughs> That's the first one. Jacksonville will win against Buffalo, and they will cover the spread, okay? Hmm. Okay. New Orleans against Carolina. They have beaten them twice and have covered the spread easily. Everybody says it's tough to beat a team three times in one year. No, that's wrong. <laughs> when you're better, you beat them three times. Yeah. New Orleans will cover. Now, as I predicted last week, this is a very scary game for me. The Rams and Atlanta. The Rams are the better team, but Atlanta scares me to death. Hmm. They were in the finals last year and probably should have won the Super Bowl against, you know, the Patriots, but they choked at the end, and it just really scares me. If there's one upset that could happen in the these first week of games, it is Atlanta over the Rams, but the hammer is going to go with the Rams, even though they left St. Louis, which we cried, but... I'm going to say St. Louis will win in a close one. Hmm, okay. So those are my winners. The Rams, the Chiefs, uh, New Orleans, and Jacksonville. And next week, I will have the next round okay. winners. And as always, you can put it in the bank. Right. You can cash in your retirement. Take that money out of the 401k. Yeah, put all your money in the 401k, yeah. If you believe that, I got some land out in Alligator Alley I'd like to sell you. <laughs> I already emptied my bank account for the start of 2018 because I wanted to start with a fresh slate. There you go. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Will be, you know, Saucy Eves will be available later. We will be having it. This weekend. Out, uh, this weekend, it will be at the Chiefs. Tailgate party, and it will uh, be served be to many, many, many visitors. Yeah, it okay. will be a chicken weekend. All so right. Not, there, will be, there will be something besides pork. Put a little hour on it, it'll have saucy evas. Awesome. So, well, so next week we should talk about some of these predictions from the mirror, maybe. Absolutely, because we don't want to wait too long because they are earth shattering. Yeah, yeah, I did have a look at them. I'm going to do that with the hammer, and the hammer has agreed to join us on Fridays. Awesome. 
Perfect. Happy hour. Fun. Good stuff. If we can all agree, we'll meet this time next week and we'll talk about those predictions. You know what? We all can agree on that and we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become anyone's victim. Hashtag nobody's victim. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and Godspeed to the hammer. Thank you so much for joining us. See you next week. You bet. Thanks for listening, everyone. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.